Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Michelin tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. That's TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, welcome inside. Happy Monday. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Well-dressed hobo. Live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. And it's a double Monday night football, double barrel of action. Both games are 10 to 7. Yeah! Early in the third quarter. <laughs> hey, better than uh, that 3 nothing barn burner we had in Vegas. Yeah, hey, you thought Chargers-Patriots at 6 nothing was, hey, come on, man. We had 3 nothing. Come on. I mean, we're right next that. to Bears-Vikings uh, territory right yeah. now, oh, so man. we'll just have another couple of games that rank towards the bottom of our year-ending 272 countdown. Yeah. Uh, but we we have some big stuff. to. Obviously, there's so much NFL to get to. We have so much Zach Zach, Wilson Zach, 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 uh, Zach. We have Dallas. We have Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes just melting down. And But now we potentially might have Tyreek Hill returning to tonight's game. Let's deal with Titans-Dolphins first. Titans lead Miami. 10-7 early in the third quarter. Time it on the field. Dolphins have the ball. They are driving on the Titans. Tyree Kill left the game in the first half with an injury. He has just come back to the sideline. Okay, it's weird because he's in full pads, but he doesn't have a helmet. 
So part of me thinks, okay, he can come back, but part of me, well, he needs his helmet. Okay, so I guess it's better than Tyreek Hill is definitely not returning and he's not in street clothes. So potentially, maybe, I don't know, but he's in his uniform and Okay, so this is where we're at right now as the Dolphins trail the Titans 10-7 early in the third quarter. Well, the no-helmet side is a bold strategy, Cotton. It is. It is. Maybe people will be, oh, I don't want to tackle you because you have a helmet on. I'll let him go. Maybe that's a new thing. Maybe he wears a leather helmet. <laughs> Goes all full leather heads. I like that. Go back all, all the way into that. But, yeah, he got tackled, and now we get into the, the old hip drop tackle and – Bit of the uh, the horse collar being grabbed. All of those things come into play on the the tackle towards the sideline that took him out of the game briefly into the tent before heading to the locker room. But, hey, good sign that he's at least back on the sidelines. If nothing else, he becomes a motivational and support wide receiver. Hey, you guys, do it like I did. Do it like me. Run do faster. Like me. Oh, nobody can do it like me. Uh, now, look, it, before, you know, you want to talk about stuff that's going to get banned at the end of the year. I know we've had a lot of talk about the tush push and the Eagles play and, and banning that, and, and that's been hot button. But the hip drop tackle, I think that's going to be 100% thing. That's going to be a penalty now. That's going to be a huge penalty, and it's going to be it's going to be marked off that way because we've seen too many guys get hurt with that. And that's, that's simply something that the NFL, it's going to be number one priority that they're going to have to deal with as they get ready to go into the the uh, off season. That's number one. So we've seen so many guys get hurt on it. Buddy. It is. Right? But hey, you know what? If I don't have a clean hit on you, I have to let you go. Is that, is that what we're saying to defenders? But you know, but that's the thing is that it that doesn't need to be adjudicated on the field at that time. Like that doesn't need like whenever you're talking about safety of the game type stuff, you don't need to do that in the game at that time. It doesn't need to be. Wow, they missed. This should have been a 15 yard penalty. No, this is this is safety of the game where it's you know what we looked at these plays after the game and this is what we determined. It's not uh, you know a minute and a half under a, under a tent or you know in the in the offices in uh, in New Jersey. No, th- this is where you look at things and say. Okay, uh, we'll do this, and we'll have an answer for this on Wednesday or Thursday or something like that, and that's how you do it. And I don't see there being any reason why you can't do it that way. Okay, so it's not a penalty during the game. Okay, all right then. But but what you're worried about more is the is the health of the players. So hey, let's do this in the in the middle of the week, and we can understand, and then we can have a discussion about it. And it becomes a topic. You can. I thought you could always do it that way. You don't need to worry about helmet to helmet and intent and all these things while it's going on. You can do that later on in the week, and then you can still come down hard on guys. And fines are really big, and that's what they care about. You can look at that more, and that's always a better thing because sometimes you get it wrong. Why is this helmet to helmet hit called here? There was no helmet to helmet. Why did that get called? Well, because the referees are scared and they thought they saw it. That's always something that is better that is better looked at when you have more time. You can step away from it and look at it cleanly without having to worry about. Come on, man, the game's got to go. We got we got you got forty five seconds left to go. Come on, we got to get this going. You could do that later on. Yeah, in the end, you're always going to be able to send them the giant pink envelope to fill up with their contribution to the human fund. I mean, that's always going to be available to you, no question. Just the curiosity in terms of how you're adjudicating the game, right? Because you're talking 15 yards other than the pass interference penalty. These are these are big chunks and big drive extenders uh, for offenses. And obviously, when it goes the other way, uh, we see it, you know, and what a drive killer uh, it can be when called against an offense. But, 
Yeah, I, I think it's just trying to find what makes sense, some common ground. Certainly, there was a lot of bad, you know, back and forth and and fighting about changing tackling technique to to as you referred to, right? When we talk helmet to helmet, we talk intent. Uh, we're talking about you know head hunting from safeties and and linebackers and, and look you you can go through the mental rolodex and find the five or six players uh, that you recall repeatedly being fined and threatened. Hell, we've had some of that this year as well, right? Where we've actually had a suspension uh, for numerous egregious hits. So you know you're, you're always fine tuning it, but in the end you need your stars on the field. And if you've decided that this play has caused enough angst. Uh, and caused enough injuries and missed time, then yeah, that's uh, when something gets changed more quickly than others. If you like using debit over credit, shouldn't you also get rewarded? Well, now you can with Discover Cashback Debit. It's a checking account that rewards everyone with cash back on everyday purchases with no fees, period. Check out eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit discover bank member. FDIC. So they'll take care of the hip drop tackle. Uh, and right now, where are we in the game? The Dolphins look like they're on the verge of taking the lead. Achan catches a pass, uh, gets tackled down inside the three-yard line. So the Dolphins, without Tyree Kill, look like they're about to go in and take the lead here over Tennessee. And clearly, look, you know, I know we're, we're talking about MVP and everything else and Tyree Kill and how good Tua is. But, yeah, it, it's, it's easy to see that this offense without Tyree Kill is a little bit different, right? You don't have, you don't quite have the game breakers that everybody expects you to have uh, that you think they have. Look, A-Chan is great, but he was hurt for a while, and Jalen Waddell has been good. He's not been superstar. You can tell that he is able to uh, uh, benefit a lot from having Tyree Kill across from him, and, but look, the guy's a game changer, right? I mean, it's, it's, you know, I mean, it's, it's not that suddenly, hey, this offense is that good that even without a big cog in the machine, they can still go on. No, we saw that my Miami struggled when they didn't have HN. Now they have Tyree Kill. They have seven points on the board here in the third quarter. So, yeah, without Tyree Kill, it, it's a much different Dolphins team, a team that already has difficulty beating good teams. Now, now what's it going to be like trying to beat a team like Tennessee that's 4-8 and eight and they've given up on the season? It's very, very difficult. Well, how about some credit to the Tennessee defense? You just the, love Mike Vrabel. Just stop. Well, you I mean, you keep Mike putting Vrabel him in uh, Patriots colors. You so. just can't. You just want to tell you. You you mentioned Mike Vrabel. You're like that. He's like the new Bud Dupree. You mentioned Bud Dupree like every day for a year, a couple of years ago. Well, and now it wasn't it's Mike every Vrabel. day. Yes, it was every single day. Well, every but day. you know, I just moved from one Titan great to another, <laughs> I guess. But you know, when, when you look at the defense, they've done a really good job, right? The only touchdown allowed to this point was a defensive score, so you you have that going for you. offensively. Yeah, I mean, Tyree Kill not being on the field does change uh, the complexion of your offense. You do have HN back uh, alongside Mostert. So you've got most of the principles, but two has looked uncomfortable all night long. And that precedes Hill going down with the injury. Hell, the play that he got hurt on was a flat pass that lost six yards because there was nowhere for him to run. So they've done it. They did a good job keying on him early. And now we'll see what Miami can do. It's knotted up at 10. See if we can get a little more excitement for the second half. Meanwhile, your guy, Tommy 
DeVito. Tommy Cutlets, buddy. Come on, man. You got to call him Tommy Cutlets. Nobody calls him Tommy DeVito. It's Tommy Cutlets. Nobody calls him Tommy Cutlets either. What are you? Yes, they do. They all call him. He's got, he's got a cutlet contract, I think. He's got, he's got some kind of NIL cutlet contract deal, except it's with the Giants. Well, when you have an agent that looks like that, you get many well, deals. Well, I think he's got a bunch of deals we can't even whisper about on air. Hey, you, I've hey, been you watching know. Boardwalk Empire. I'm not about to get disappeared. You, you, you guys. can't. You can't just suddenly say Tommy DeVito's like you know getting rid of guys. You can't do that, Jason. Did you see his agent? <laughs> I said his agent yeah. might be getting rid of yeah, guys. But allegedly, okay, but no, you, I did making... not tie it. Dry. Look, Tommy doesn't have to have any knowledge of what his agent is doing. I think he's going to star in Goodfellas too. He's a uh, guy that takes care of business, and that's all there is to it. Tommy Cutlets, eight out of eleven for fifty-two yards, but more importantly. Two touchdown runs by Saquon Barkley was just gone in to give the Giants the 14-10 lead over the Packers early in the third quarter. Not a lot of offense in this game, but I'll tell you what. Look, you you talk about the the cult favorite that Tommy Cutlets is becoming. And look, I don't think anybody really likes him as a quarterback. They just like the fact, hey, he's Tommy DeVito. We can call him Tommy Cutlets. Like, I think they like that about him. He's been efficient, and they've done well and run well with him. Beyond that, you know, is it – it's not the Brock Purdy effect where you got all giddy about what he's doing downfield. And even then, people tried to cut him down as quickly as they could. Here, they were bolstered by a – well, they, they didn't get a call when your guy, Tommy Cutlets, as you call him, uh, slid and got absolutely decked. They were looking for the 15 yards, didn't get it. Ended up having to punt, but the Packers gack the punt, fumble it back, short field. Great run by DeVito setting up the Barkley touchdown run. I don't know. I like the teams that are four and eight are still trying to play and win games. I'm not just talking about, you know, the Bears and whatever they become at the end of this year. But, you know, the Giants technically were still on the back end of the in the hunt for the NFC. Yeah, they right. Helped by the fact that my Rams lost yesterday. Yeah, no, no, it's uh, plus seven and a half, though, buddy. They're all the way on the bottom of that. Hey, but they're still in the hunt, right? That's the whole thing. You want to be on the in the hunt graphic in December. Yeah, That's still kinda, be alive. Be on the, in the hunt, in the hunt thing. Mathematically alive, a little bit of, of fight left in you guys, fighting for jobs, and and then a team drops a game that they seemingly have won, and lo and behold, suddenly you're fighting to get into the back end of that wild card chase. Uh, and meanwhile, in the thick of the wild card chase and gaining a lot of attention, we watch Jordan Love tonight struggle to put points on the board, right? It's not that he's throwing the ball terribly. He does have a pick, but this is a guy that has been really good the last few weeks, and he is putting up kind of a, st- a stinker tonight points-wise because this should be a game, quite honestly, even though it's Monday night, it's in New York, the Packers should be uh, having a better night th- than they are here. And Jordan Love has done, has, you know, has looked the part over the past few weeks. But this is the thing about Love. Right, and this is the thing. If you know, we're we're going to say really good things about him. Look, they've won three in a row. He, look, in fantasy, he's one of the top eight quarterbacks now. I mean, he's, he's he's a guy that gives you something everywhere. But this is the point about Jordan Love when you want to change from being a quarterback-driven offense to being an offense where the quarterback is the head of the snake, and we run the football a lot, and we throw the football not as much as we used to. We have good re- we have receivers that we want to spread the ball around to, like Wicks and. Reed and and Romeo Dobbs and some of these guys, when you get stuck in a game like this, and this is a mud-stuck game, right? This is where, hey, we should be winning. The Giants are done. They're playing a rookie quarterback. We've won three in a row, but we're stuck in the mud in this game. 
this is one of those games where when you have an Aaron Rodgers a quarterback, guess who's going to win this game in the end? It's going to be Aaron Rodgers, right? When you, when you have Lamar Jackson or Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen, these are the guys that win this game. They, but Jordan Love, yay, all of a sudden, hey, go in and win this game? Well, it's not kind of what it's, it's – that's not how the offense is built. That's not what he has is, is been given stuff to do, and it's a lot of – it's a lot of – responsibility to suddenly say, okay, in games like this, you got to go win it. Wait, wait, that's not how this offense is built. Yeah, but sometimes you have to go do it. When you have a star quarterback, these are the games they win. When you have a quarterback who is head of the snake like this, this is when you get a struggle on a Monday night when you're trying to stay in playoff contention against a team that's 4-8. and eight. Well, I do dig the fact that you put Jordan Love in a class with all Hall of Famers. So that was pretty good. You rattled off all guys that'll be enshrined in Canton one day. Well, I said so, all of these guys are better than him. Well, but, but the point said, is, those are these your guys examples. Are great you went to the lazy thing. Yeah, well, Tom Brady's like, Tom Brady is the greatest I of said, all time. Were these guys playing now? I said Aaron Rodgers, who was on the team last year, uh, and I said other guys who are great, are great quarterbacks now that would win games. Right. But if you're again, not a great quarterback, you're not going to win game by yourself. You got a, you got a lot of football left to be played. You can play without Christian Watson. Your off your running game has been uh, inept all year. Although you did get a gift here because you had a dope on the punt coverage team for the Giants who had no idea where the ball was and it hit him in the arm. So now you're looking at a third and five and an opportunity here to put some points on the board for the Packers. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. 
smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Well, it's getting down to it. In the fourth quarter, Giants and the Packers, four and a half to go, and it is the Giants, suddenly powered by Tommy Cutlets and his 105 yards passing tonight, who lead the Packers in a shocker right now. Look, it's one thing to say, okay, the Giants, it's nice, a nice little story going on here, but this could be another win, and Tommy Cutlets is a folk hero. They lead the Packers. They have the football, 21-16 to go, under five minutes in the fourth quarter. DeVito's also run for 71 yards, so it's kind of like watching a Daniel Jones prime game. Hey, he's got a touchdown throwing. He's got 71 yards rushing. Saquon Barkley's in the end zone for a couple of touchdowns. It's like what the Giants expected two years ago. Yeah, Barkley just had a big run, and now it's being reviewed as to whether he fumbled or not, which would take away from all the greatness of a big drive here. But, yeah, your guy, Tommy DeVito, uh, all the feel-good story and goodwill and great uh, copy that it's given to the fish wraps. And then whoever that guy was hanging out on the sideline, his priest, his agent, his bookie, I don't know. They could uh, all be the same person. It could be. It could be all of those things. I mean, Mike North, our, our former colleague here at Fox Sports Radio, uh, longtime Chicago legend, he has had a bit going on uh, 30 years called the bookie priest. Yeah. Oh, I don't know do what happened. I don't know what happened to the collection plate, Your Holiness. <laughs> Wait, I got to take this other call. Yeah, Bears plus three. <laughs> we're, we're we're collecting for my losses last week, so we have that. Uh, again, four minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Giants have the football for now. Uh, with the review happening, twenty-one sixteen. Meanwhile, the Dolphins in a thirteen thirteen deadlock with the Titans, seven and a half to go. In the fourth quarter, the, both of these games have been slogs for the mm-hmm. favorite teams. The Dolphins played the majority of the first half and into the third quarter without Tyreek Hill. Hill came, comes back into the game. He's got 61 yards receiving, but the Dolphins still sitting at 61 yards. And, and Tyreek Hill sitting at 61 yards. The Dolphins 13 points. This has not been a great night for them. They've never been able to get on track. And this is against a team that's four and eight on the road this should have been a rollover game for the Dolphins instead here they are fighting to just get a get a field goal at some point to try to take the lead in this game well two touchdown favorites coming into tonight's game and you, you watch Tyreek Hill off and obviously he came back into the game and had that big possession where he had a couple of catches I think it was 46 receiving yards on that offensively uh, from the run game you've gotten 135 total yards between Mostert, Achan, and Tungavailoa with a couple of scrambles for 11 yards. So you're moving the ball. Uh, Just Tennessee's defense playing up to, I guess, some of the preseason expectation that offensively they'd have their wards going back to the Tannehills under center and and trying to figure out how that was going to flow, whether Derrick Henry's uh, production was going to jump off the cliff, but you thought the defense would be solid. Well, for a long time they weren't. Tonight, they showed up ready to harass Tua Tungan and Vailoa at every turn. 
Uh, the Dolphins are going to have to punt. It was third down near midfield. Tua gets sacked. So the Titans are going to get the football back. Six and a half minutes left to go uh, in this one. So we'll have more on these games coming up in the next few minutes. But, you know, you and I have been doing this for a long time. I've been doing this for a long time. been doing this. There's not a lot when it comes to players' behavior that shocks me because I'm seeing how things are and seeing how teams react to certain developments. Ah, we've kind of seen it. Sure. But I got to admit, seeing the Patrick Mahomes meltdown last night following that loss to Buffalo, that surprised even me. And not only that, it was embarrassing for Mahomes. All right, not just after the, not just during the game, after the game. But we're going to play what he said to Josh Allen coming off the field following the game. It's just, it's absolutely embarrassing for Mahomes. Now, the play we've all seen, the one of the best plays any of us will see, the completed pass to Travis Kelsey, who throws the football all the way back across the field for Kadarius Tony for a touchdown. An unbelievable play, a lightning strike in the final two minutes of a game. But again. Gets called back because Kadarius Tony lined up offside. And you can see on the replay, he lined up offside. And when the Chiefs lost the game, Patrick Mahomes comes off the field and is screaming at official Carl Cheffers, screaming at him. And you see reasonings out there after the game. Well, sometimes you get warned for a play like that. Sometimes you're not if you're lining up offside. And here's Mahomes from the post game last night, really losing it when it comes to that call. Greetings, lovers of learning. <laughs> oh, uh, today, I, Kermit the Frog, am going to discuss feet. Okay? Feet. Everybody understand what feet are? Hmm? Everybody knows what feet are? Those are those things down at the bottom of your legs, you know? You know the things that you put on the floor? Yeah, you Rex Ryan in the back. Well, that's good. Might as touch them? No, that's good. And I, I don't know if, if you just lucked into it, but Ty should actually playing something that had to do with it because it was his foot that was offside. Well, Very nice. And Rex saying that he didn't like that foot. Yeah, yeah. He really I, leaned was, into yeah. it today. That was a good job by him. That's where that's Rex should have said, you know what? Really How about beautiful uh, feet. How about uh, I, I sit this segment out? You know, you talk. You talk how about I just I know it's a big deal. Bring me back in for the Eagles and the Cowboys. I'm going to sit this segment out. No, he was relevant again today. Nah. This was great for Rex. <laughs> uh, here's Mahomes upset about the call that took away what could have been the game-winning touchdown. Anyhow, we have a pair of uh, bona fide feet here to uh, demonstrate uh, and to take a closer look at feet. Uh, would you stand on the feet, please? Okay, come on in here, feet. That's right, step right up here. Now see these things right here? These are feet, see? The things down at the bottom here are the feet. Uh, those are part of the legs going up in that direction, but... <laughs> I didn't smell them. I didn't, I, I didn't know that Mahomes was actually giving a, uh, a, a, a TED Talk on feet and where they should be. Very interesting. Uh, so... I don't know what we're going to get. I have no idea. Maybe we'll get more Rex Ryan. Maybe we're going to get more Kermit the Frog. Uh, here is Patrick Mahomes upset about the call last night. Hi-ho, Kermit the Frog here today to talk about the word in. Now, you see these two doors back here? Well, this one here has the word in written on it, okay? And yeah, Mahomes was fired up. Know that this is the door you use when you want to go in. Man, he's Mahomes educating us on a lot of stuff today. Mahomes is fired up about that, man. He is he is fired up. It's a lot of the, passion. The newcomers coming into the in. show listening for the first time. <laughs> Jason's not going to get Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes uh, sound would never exist. It's like oh, it's been dumped boy. into an ocean. Uh, all right. So let's try it again. Let's see. 
Here's Mahomes upset after the call last night. It's not that easy being green. Having to spend each day the color of the leaves. When I think it could be nicer being red or yellow or gold or something much more colorful like that. Yeah, that was him very, you know, very forlornly looking back at the at the blown call. Well, well, but but which was first? Did that come through? You know, the litany of colors he might have been, just or, or did Johnny Cash and the boy named Sue call me Bill or George? Anything but Sue. God, I hate that name. I mean, which came first? No, I think the green goes with the green. <laughs> the green, green goes. It's it's holidays now. Green goes with green. Holiday, 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 holiday. Uh, so again. Here's Mahomes. You can tell how upset he was. Here's Mahomes, how upset he was over the call that he thinks cost him the game. To happen on a flag change outcome of a game in that moment, I mean, I, I've played seven years, never had that, never had offense all sides called. I mean, that's the, we, that's elementary school. We, we talk about, I mean, you point to the ref, do all that different type of stuff, and it doesn't get called. And if it does, do you, they, they warn you, and there was no warning throughout the entire game. Um, and then you wait till there's a minute left in the game to make a call like that. It's just tough, man. It, it, I mean, it's lost for words, man. It's just it's tough because regardless if we win or lose, man, just, just for the, the end with another game, and we're talking about the refs, man. This is not what we want for the for the NFL and for football. I see again. I don't know what I'm more surprised about that Mahomes said that or that we actually got Mahomes. Oh, Tyshirt definitely hit the wrong button. I, there. <laughs> I think he did. So there's Mahomes very upset. Okay, and, and this was part of what was going on with the Chiefs last night. Andy Reid was upset. Oh, they usually tell you if you're lined up offside, they give you that little bit of a warning. But this is what really got me about Mahomes. Here he is. This is now this is before he goes out and does this post-game press conference. This is him walking across the field and he of course he, you know, congratulates Josh Allen on the win and this is what he says when he goes across the field to Josh Allen. My heart hears so many songs about rainbows and what's on the other side. Because someone gave him a guitar, and he actually started playing right away. Now, so that would have been something. Yeah. Yeah. Someone comes sprinting behind. No, they're not trying to take his helmet before he meets with the other quarterback. They're trying to hand him the guitar and get the strap around his neck. <laughs> uh, so after that, after he played that song, yeah, everybody was very happy. Uh, this is what he had to say to Josh Allen. Oh, you got to finish the song. We had to finish the song, I guess. We had to finish the song. All right, so after the song was over and he had his encore, apparently, he called him out for an encore. Jason, get the hint, man. (laughs) My man, get the hint. Here is, I I just want to see how far you can go. Here Here is Mahomes and Josh Allen after the game. These are feet and those little wiggly things on the end are no, called the toes. Can't right. play the That's same the things feet. over and it's over. The toes. And uh, one of the feet is called a foot, matter of fact. Two of the feet are called feet, right? Good, okay. Now, let us show you what feet can do. Now, one of the main things that feet can do is, um, well, uh, well, they can walk. They can walk. Uh, demonstrate walk, feet. No wonder Josh Allen was pissed. No 
now wait a minute. How, how did you? How many things did Kermit the Frog do about walking and feet? Mike, I know there's a lot of Sesame Streets we're talking Jason, about. It's a 17 minute years. video. Yeah, I mean oh, it's a full goodness. thing. I mean these are full instructional videos. I mean they really had to go in front of PBS and everybody to make sure funding kept going through. So now yeah, at the no, game, let's teach kids about a lot of stuff. I really yeah. thought we were going to get a little bit of Constantine from Muppets Most Wanted. I'm no, oh, no, no, no. Ty, Tyshirt's having too much <laughs> fun with find, finding these things. He's, sweat, he's sweating his ass off right now, trying to find new stuff really quick, typing it in. What do I got? Can I got it? Can I play it? No, I found Mahomes talking to himself. Do you want it? Oh, you, found, oh, you got Mahomes talking to Josh Allen. Yeah, you want it? Oh, talking yeah, let's hear Mahomes talking to Josh Allen. Good. I didn't promise anybody anything. <laughs> what do I know about Hollywood anyway? Just the dreams I got from sitting through too many double features. So why did you leave the swamp in the first place? Because some agent fella said I had talent. <laughs> well, he's doing all those deep. commercials. He's he's got the he's got the Ma Auto commercials now. That was Bundle deep. And save. He's no, got that them was, all. That was deep dive right there. Yeah, he is. Uh, no, I get. He is. Uh, he's he's very concerned. All right. So now here is Mahomes really talking to Josh Allen after the game. Okay, cut, cut. All right, I've had it. Listen, stop. I'll never find out what makes people angry because nobody will stop long enough to talk to me. <laughs> Why just? Now I that was great. I don't know what that is. I don't recognize that from the movies, but I love no. it. No, it's maybe that's an outtake. That was Josh like, Allen. What are you talking Jim about? Henson, maybe Jim Henson was just mad at that point. And you wanted to get mad at somebody. That was, uh, that was his Bill O'Reilly moment. I know I'm in well, character. Well, do it live. Here. I know I'm in character here, but come on, guys. I need something. <laughs> Diet Coke, guys. Diet Coke. All right. So apparently, <laughs> we'll have to get to more to Mahomes and Josh Allen coming up in a few minutes. Uh, meanwhile, this is Kermit the Angry Frog. And would you like to know why I'm angry? Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, 
features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Time now to break down all the big news in the NFL coming off of this week. Nobody better to do it with. Longtime NFL insider. Check him out on Odyssey, Washington Post. It's Jason Lockenfora who is frantically reordering his MVP ballot, putting Zach Wilson at the top of it. Jay, thanks for taking time away from that to spend time talking. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's I'm, I'm putting together uh, the definitive case for him. Yes. I mean, really? After I'm your the- guy. There's <laughs> I'm your man. Uh, I'll tell you, you know what? The thing is, what was so frustrating was, look, being me being happy they finally won a game, but I, sit, I sat here and said last week, if they just allow him to throw the ball downfield and open it up and be okay with his mistakes and he goes for 300 yards and three touchdowns, I'm going to throw my TV out the window. Well, he only threw for two, so I kept my TV, but I'm like, why couldn't they have done this weeks ago? Hey, be the guy, throw off your back foot, throw across the field. This is the quarterback we drafted you to be. It took him this long to say, hey, go be the guy you are. It's so frustrating, Jay. Oh, come on. <laughs> Stop. He's nobody. I mean, come on. No. He, he, you know, he had a good half. You know, whatever. He had a great half. He had an he MVP had a great half, half Jay. That's, that's awesome. Okay. Stop. <laughs> the pressure's off. They're four and whatever. I mean, come on. Five, like, five, five, five. Yeah, was, right now they're five. Yeah, they were, what, four five. and eight going in? We could be um, in the hunt graphic next week with another win. We could be well, in the hunt graphic on CBS. Like I said, I'm, I, you're, you've got my vote. I am making the case. I'm going to reach out to people in the Professional uh, Football Writers Association and just start, yeah, cold calling people about your boy, Zach Wilson. <laughs> In my abundant free time, let me tell you, this is priority number one. Hi, Jim Porter, Hall of Fame. Uh, Jason Lock and Four is on the line. Let's talk about Zach Wilson's MVP candidacy and getting a bust in already of him in the hall. All right, send him through. I'll talk yeah. to him. Send him through. Send him through. That's why I'm here. <laughs> I like that reaction. All right, game of the night. Uh, Jalen Hurts in the fun and exciting world that is the Philadelphia Eagles uh, is broke. That's that's that? the question. I mean, it's it's looks kind of broken right now. Oh, is it broke? Yeah. Is it broke? Yeah. Well, is it the schedule that finally just caught up with them though, to a degree, Jason? I mean, I, mean, I know the defense is suspect, and you got a back yeah. seven that's uh, sieve like right now. But is it just a uh, five game run that was just uh, a gauntlet? Look, it's it's as tough a stretch as it comes. Um, they had some injuries along the way. Uh. And yeah, I, I do think it, it caught up to them. Um, it's hard to, to beat 
teams like that week after week after week. Um, and look, three fumbles right inside sure. the thirty and right on in the red zone or right around the red zone uh, really sapped their ability to make that a closer game. I, I I really feel like defensively they bowed up and bucked up and did some pretty good stuff in the second half. And you know you want them kicking field goals whenever you can get it. But uh, yeah, I mean, look, they've split with Dallas. Whoever wins that division, that they very much, you know, very very well could be a rematch. And if the Eagles are at home, I think the Eagles will beat the Cowboys again. And I, I you know, the Cowboys again. I got to see them beat a good team on the road in the playoffs before I'm ready to get caught up in in all the hoopla. Um, I feel like they kind of on defense live and die with the big, you know, takeaway. And is that is that always going to be there? I. I I don't know. I liked what the Eagles were trying to do, activating Hertz's legs early. Obviously, that led to one of those fumbles. Um, I felt like they did a better job on C.D. Lamb, you know, for the most part, certainly better than they did the game in Philadelphia. Um, so I don't know. You know, Goddard looked good. He's coming back. I think the Eagles will be fine. You know, I, I, I do. I think the Eagles will be fine. I think the Eagles will still win that division. And, you know, it, it's probably, in my estimation, going to come down to a rematch between Philadelphia and San Francisco. And if that's in San Francisco, it could be – it might be really ugly. You know, that doesn't look like a great matchup for this Eagles defense. And I don't know if, you know, getting Shaq Leonard in there or whatever is going to make that much of a difference. So I still think they're – probably going to end up being the two teams left standing in the NFC. And with San Francisco having that tiebreaker against them already, um, I don't fancy anybody's chances of going to Santa Clara and beating those guys in February. I guess would that be early February or late January, whenever the hell they play the championship game now. It's actually in March. It's right before yeah, the Final right. Four. It's yeah, two days before the Combine. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Lock and Four with us. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the TireRack.com studios. All right, let's get to the other big game of the weekend. Look, I'm not surprised that Buffalo beat Kansas City. We've talked about the fact Kansas City wide receivers cost them, and sure enough, Kadarius Tony cost yep. them last night. But the meltdown that Patrick Mahomes had, Jay, not just, hey, I'm yelling at the officials and Carl Sheffers on the field, but watching him go across the field to congratulate Josh Allen and say, worst call I've ever seen, man, worst call I've ever seen, and Josh Allen going, yeah, whatever, man, yeah, whatever. Right, yeah, get a life. That's really, what is um, that with Mahomes? Is, Is it frustration? What is it with him? Well, it's there's there's definitely frustration. I think it's realization. I think it's um, them realizing they're not going to have their binky this year. You know, they're not going to they're not going to uh, have their blankie. They're not going to get to play every game at Arrowhead. Like they're not that good offensively. They're average at best, and we're you know there's no switch to be flicked here. And now Pacheco being banged up is is even worse news. Uh, I think that was a portal into their football soul. I really do. Like I think that was all the pouting and whining and crying because they know it's not all going to fall their way this year, and they also know that they're not good enough to overcome it. Um, Yeah, I thought it was really unprofessional all the way around. And not that I expect people to be perfect or you hold them to some impeccable standard, but it's like that was so over the top. And first of all, that guy's a losing football player. He was a losing football player coming out of college, and it's a reason why, you know, Gettleman's the guy who took him where he did. The dude didn't have shoes to wear to practice, right? The guy couldn't, and the Giants collectively, Joe Judge and that bleep show, like they couldn't find 
clothes for this guy to go out and play football. Like, he I, he's a losing football player. He was when he walked in their door. He was a losing football player last year. He was a losing football player week one with all the drops. He's been a losing football player since. You couldn't find a better winning football player to get on the field instead of him despite your overt and obvious issues at the wide receiver position. So don't blame anybody else. Suck it up, Buttercup. You're not that good. Period. You've been led by your defense. And... They're looking at each other, again, realizing of all the years where we needed everything to fall our way, of all the years where we needed every call, of all the years where we needed everybody to come to us and us to get that by, it ain't happening. And we just might not have the moxie as presently constituted to go out and make any noise without it. Fire from Jason Lock and Fora. All right, Ravens get a win over the Rams. They move to 10 wins, but let's stay in division. The fact that we have Joe Flacco elite once again amazing. alongside Jake <laughs> Browning as two of the improbable stories keeping the Browns and Bengals yeah. alive. But Joe Flacco, how much is it being celebrated in Baltimore? Oh, it's about quite a bit, and the, the possibility of the Browns coming here for a wild card game, it was a major topic of conversation today uh, on the radio, and I don't like it. Like, I just think it would be kind of, I don't know, weird, and like, I don't know, I'd rather kind of be able to root for flat, like just, you know what I mean, root sure. for that, but not have to cover it, like, here locally and dissect it, and you know what I mean? Like, if he ended their season, like, I just... All the ridiculous narratives that would come out, you know what I mean, from the lowest common denominator. But they should have just come Flacco. Like I just, I just don't know that I've got. You know what I mean? Like I'm seeing these doomsday scenarios where he throws for 350 and engineers a crazy drive and hits Amari Cooper for a 60 yard bomb to end the Ravens season. And I've got six and a half months or nine months before they play a football game, and the calls we're going to get and the texts we're, gonna, you know what I mean? Like I just don't know if I've got the the like stomach for that because I know where it's going to go and I'd rather avoid it. But at least the um, Orioles are good now. Because it's ridiculous, <laughs> oh, you know? No. But, yeah, what he's doing is unbelievable, though. I, I honestly, I started looking, you know, going through some game scores today. Like, I think this is the like most prolific quarterback play they've had. And, again, we're talking small sample size here, like two, two games. Honestly, since the year when Kyle Shanahan was there and you had Hoyer throwing every other pass to Josh Gordon, remember that? Like they had mm-hmm. a game where they went down Atlanta and, like, came back and, like, scored 38 points. And I think he threw 42 times and, like, 25 of them were to Josh Gordon. Like, I think you really have to go back to, like, what Kyle Shanahan was doing there. And that's been a minute to find – quarterback play like this, where it's big boy throw after big boy throw, and he's hitting different people down the field, and it's crazy, man. It, nobody wanted this guy. You're Jets. I talked to his agent, Joe Linton, today. He's like, dude, I begged Joe Douglas just to bring this guy in for a workout. Like, I couldn't get him in the building, no matter what I did. I was trying to bribe people. I could not get Joe Flacco to get a look-see there. Um, I, I think we could all probably guess why, right? I mean, he's not exactly – he's not part of, of the, the real general manager's clique, you know? Yeah. You had to keep, we had to keep a roster spot for Boyle. Until <laughs> no, Boyle sure. actually had to play, and you <laughs> yeah. know, oh, my God, Boyle can't play. Like, sorry, Aaron, we got to cut your guy um, or at least stop playing him. <laughs> so, I mean, it's a crazy story, it, this Flacco thing. It really is. Uh, 
And I don't know, man. Like, the Bengals and the Browns are, like, loosey-goosey now. Like, they're letting it all hang out. They're, they're chucking it around. The dirty little secret about the Browns, though, is the defense ain't all that special anymore. Like, you really go back and watch the last month. Uh, not special at all, uh, especially on the road. But now, you know, they're giving up points at home, too. So Flacco's going to have to keep airing it out. And who knows? One of those two teams is probably getting in. I mean, maybe both of them do. Well, Jay, I'll tell you this. If that happens and Joe Flacco comes in and ends your season, I will call your show once a week, disguise my voice, and say, yeah. hey, we should have kept Flacco. What do you it'll, think about uh, that? We should just kept uh, him. It'll just be the <laughs> random ones, too, in the middle of July, and you're, like, begging yeah. people, hey, we're only taking calls on who should be batting leadoff for the Orioles, and somebody will <laughs> slip up. You know, they signed the wrong quarterback. Hey, Harvey, you know they signed the wrong quarterback, man. Just think of how cheaper it will be to keep Flacco and all the cap space we would have and all the guys we could go get, but no, they had to give Lamar fifty million dollars a year. On, I don't, I can't do it. <laughs> He's on Twitter at Jason Lock and Fora. That is at Jason Lock and Fora. Check him out. Odyssey one zero five seven. The Fan in Baltimore, Washington Post. <laughs> Jay is always appreciated. We'll get we'll get into it next because we'll we'll do our, our our Philadelphia and Baltimore accent thing uh, at some point later on. Talk about Flacco. It'll work. All right, Horn. We'll have some natty bears and some tasty cakes. All right. <laughs> All right. Very very good. Very hey very good. Hey, listen. We'll we'll talk about other things. We'll go to Wawa get some whiz. We're good. We're good. <laughs> Frostburg just hung up on him. He was like, done it's with me done. my impression. Your Philly yeah, accents done. are garbage. No, they're all good. I'm sorry. They're all good. It's the, even even him. Did you go down to Baltimore? It's you know what garbage way. looks like? It's the same way. It looks like your accent. Wow. Wow. You know, I'm sorry about that. You know, we're going to see that on Thursday night, I think, on the television here. Oh, is it too soon for that? You leave Easton stick alone. <laughs> Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you.